0: Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Our special guest today is Michael
1: McGrooch. Now, Michael is an Austrian who lives in California. He's a multidisciplinary artist, speaker, educator and author. Welcome, Michael. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Rail. It's great to have you here. Now, I'm just looking at your bio, and, and I want to read this out for our listeners. He, Michael, works on raising the awareness of our limitless human potential and its wisdom. His main goal in life is to, in life, is to find more of myself. I love that, mate. This is stunning. I'm so looking forward to this. And today, we're talking about the top five tips for how will human consciousness change the way we work for money. So, Michael. Tip number one, what have you got?
2: There is no such thing as laziness. That is a system-defined Ooh. word. And everybody, otherwise, uh, a CEO that works 60, 80 hours wouldn't tinker on his car on the weekend or in his garden or do some home projects. So laziness, we we need the hands-on. We need to be tactical. That's human. Uh, that's, that's all I have to say. I mean humans understand what we're talking about, you know?
0: So so Michael, you're saying that 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 inherently, you know, the, the CEO is working 60 hours a week. Well, they might actually use the weekend to to go and plant things in their garden because it's a timeout. It's a it, it's utilizing their time effectively. Um but they could equally just sit and watch Netflix for the whole weekend and they're still not lazy.
2: Yeah, I, I, No, uh, what I'm saying is humans are not lazy because there's various uh, uh, scientific research that people always do stuff. Uh, laziness is, I define laziness as somebody that has given up to be system relevant. So, for example, I didn't fit in any systems, right? Uh, I was dyslexic and dysgraphic. I couldn't understand. I have no education. All my education is self-educated. Because it couldn't fit into systems, so I I, I tried the best I could, and art was my savior. And creating art, not art, creating art, yeah. And uh, and, yeah. and 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 uh, I think uh, I was called lazy. I was called stupid. I was called nobody abused me, but that's what I heard, and that's what when you then self shame yourself and say, you know, I'm just not good enough for this system. And systems, as you know, are very limited because they're human-created. Yeah. So the highest form of existence is humanity and nature. But we submit ourselves to systems so that systems can decide that 80,000 people in Ukraine are dying in the four, in the first four months. And that's what I want to make aware, people, that when I talk to you guys person to person, that's more valuable than if I communicate through text uh. Through systems series, through, through LinkedIn or whatever.
0: Okay. So I mean you, you mentioned something there about your dis your dyslexia and dysgraphia. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, from a from an age perspective, you you know, you were at school at a time when that those things weren't really understood. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I mean, are they understood now? I mean. You know, or teachers still putting people into these boxes that said, "You know, he has a little pointy cap going in the corner because you can't read or write or understand this picture."
2: Anybody that is off, that is not fitting the norm, is still a nuisance for uh, for systems. Um, Marianne Williamson wrote a phenomenal article about humans are a nuisance for systems. Because humans are limited, they're fluid, they are um they are and I say the same things. I'm very concurrent with you. Uh, systems are so very limited that they can't handle our fluidity. And when you see that uh in the old days they couldn't handle even gender, they say, Oh my god, the king says, I need soldiers and I have woman. What am I gonna do with the woman? So I'm separating them and and decide functions for them, what the masses reflect to me. And then come races, and then we okay. I need to divide those because they look different; they are different. Uh, we got to be resident, and yet now they want to do separation in sexuality, and then that's where they stuck because we are too fluid in our, uh, you know, uh, sexuality. So, if that makes sense to you guys,
0: absolutely. I mean, I and and I I think bringing that into the context as as you know of the school system. And 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 not fitting in the box is something everyone's probably seen or experienced, and and that makes more sense. So, um, Michael, hit us up with tip number two.
2: Uh, how does your? I think that's number two. How does your does our work environment satisfy our human fulfillment versus system relevance? You see, my dyslexia. So, what I'm saying is. How much does the work environment fulfill you versus it fulfills the system relevance? Meaning you could be very successful and make billions of dollars and you'd be unfulfilled and unhappy, which we see day by day with all the stars that have everything. So... What are what systems? And, and then I say, what are systems? The systems are uh, man-made, man-made co- corporations, religions, states, to make us feel safe and secure, and allow us to expand human potential, like a tribe. That the essential thing of a system is a tribe. But then systems specialize. They're not just a tribe where everybody goes together because they become too big. So because they are limited, they have to be limited in their function, and that's what gets people in in the in in the uh, misunderstandings, uh, stress. That's the the main stressor is there is not Raël, Michael, and Lindsay that all three contribute with the best they can be. But they have to compete in the context of a system. So they have everybody has to use a computer. Everybody has to speak the same language. Everybody has to be a certain way. Even if you know Lindsay wants to sleep in, he is not allowed to sleep in <laughs> be- because because in the system he's not allowed to sleep in. Yeah. My best time is mm-hmm. uh, sometimes in the morning and then at night. So afternoons are not very good for me. And because we have not twenty-four hours, humans. Humans have cycles; they have seasons, like nature. We're working not on system hours. We're working on biorhythms and all the stuff. And I don't want to go into spirituality because it isn't. It is understanding humankind, how we function, and nobody gives gives anything about this. You know.
1: So you're saying we should create our own systems, then, Michael?
2: What I say is instead of being system adapt that humans uh, system adapt, because that's a third superpower, I say, which is without our adaption to system, system have no chance to existing. Okay. Why don't we create system like a tribe that is actually human adapt? And this is my, my big target. That's my big goal is to make the awareness and then we change anyway. So once you're aware and say, oh my God, this is really doesn't work because look at all the diseases, the stress, all the, uh, the crisis in the world, all the, the mental uh, disturbances. Why don't we make systems human adapt like it's supposed to be, like a tribe, yeah. versus versus pivoting over to make system everything, you know?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, what's tip number three then?
2: It's about money. Yeah. So if you, this is all a, a, a symptom of what we talked about. So if you do a job because for the money, I'm always asking, why don't you be a financial officer? Why don't you work in a bank? If I love money, I love art, right? Yeah. And 97% of artists are on the poverty level all around the world. And they feel the same way because they don't fit in. They love their art and they don't want to fit into a system. Not because they hate systems, but it just doesn't work for them. Yeah. They want to stay up all night and create or they want to sleep in in the morning it just doesn't work so when people do things for money then why don't you go into financial if i would love money which which i don't i i don't care i mean i love money i say it's great but it doesn't it is not a driver of mine i'm driven by fulfillment and happiness and if i if if i go if i would love money like like i love art i would be a financial officer a banker a mortgage broker Uh, A stockbroker. That's what what my or a a private investor. You know, that's what I would do. And this is completely. I think we are all blind to that because what happens is, what happens is when you are, it's about the money. Then you secondarily care about the job. Yeah, you're not caring primarily about your fulfillment in your task, in that task that you, in that puzzle that you should be in the human uh, consciousness. But see, all systems work on financial principles. So what happens is, it, 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 uh, because they all work on financial principles, everybody is, has to be static. It has, you know, that financial principles are static and they bring, uh, static brings always humans out of balance because humans are fluid and organic. And, and, and so the system force human to get out of balance. Humans need to sleep. Humans need to go in nature and humans need to play with a dog. And when you ask all the billionaires and these extreme successful people, what they say on the deathbed is, oh, I wish I would have gotten another billion. I would have bought that (laughs) high rise You never hear that. You always hear the same things, even from the people that promote making money. You hear the same thing. I wish I would have been more with my husband, with my family, with my friends, You know, you know, go hiking, be in nature, and and I think we need to wake up to this. This is the only thing. Where once you are conscious of this, you change everything in your life. You don't need to have three step programs or anything. You just do it because you're aware. It's like if I say, "Oh, hey guys, you guys are not men." There's nothing I can say. You know, you once you're conscious that you're a man, you are a man. Once you once you have been in love, you know what love is. You don't have to read. All the books and they've experienced love, then you all the books have doesn't, don't help you. Which books is system, right? You 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 go all libraries and read about love. If you never experienced love, all the libraries, all the hours you read, are a waste of time.
0: Fantastic, Michael. Now you. I was looking at your tip number four, and just as an introduction, my son has been overseas for a year, and my wife and I went into his bedroom to to sort of tidy up before he gets home. And um I discovered that he had taken apart three amplifiers. Um, and just because he wanted to know what was inside them, and it, it really resonated with me with your tip that said humans love to tinker. Mm-hmm. Um you do you want to expand on that?
2: Yes. Uh I think people there is so much because that's why why I promote art so much and uh, the creating of art. I was the one that in my last book, The Smart of Art, I separated. What we consider society as art is the art product. But what is much more valuable is the creation of art. And we are completely blind to it because artists or system have never defined what art is. They have never defined the function. That's why a plumber knows those are the pipes I lay. This is the more labor I do. And this is why it costs you $5,000. Uh, An artist comes, oh, why am I paying $5,000? Oh, because of this, 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 this. We need to define art. and. That's why, because in the tinkering, you are realizing things, you, you become conscious. Number one, when you, not only is the first tinkering, we're talking about your son, but the, in the art creation, you basically bring something in, a non-physical, into the physical. So you guys, you two guys have an, a thought about it, a, a, a podcast, right? It's a thought. And, you know, there's a, there's a a discrepancy if that's already physical or not. But let's say that the thought isn't physical, but you guys bring it into physical. Said, how can we do a podcast together? And then you give your experience, your life experience or whatever, and you create it. And if somebody comes down and said, Lindsay and Rael, you guys are crazy. You don't know anything about podcasting. (laughs) It's like saying you guys are not men. It's an awareness that you have. And that's what tinkering in art gives you. It gives you an awareness of and it doesn't I art doesn't ask anything other than being created, right? So it 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 just it, it doesn't say you need to have hundred thousand likes, those are all system things, but the realization, you know, uh you haven't made a billion dollars with your podcast, but it is the experience, you know, the experience every podcast is different. That's why I, I did a hundred interviews all over the world last year because it is so interesting because you speak the similar things but always different because uh, discussion and human healthy human discourse is the second superpower after creativity and then the third one is uh, the adaptability
1: yeah that i um it's really interesting when you say about that i mean every podcast we do as you say is different and and uh all of them shine in their own special way. Okay, let's let's move to wrap this up. The top five tip for uh, uh, how will human consciousness change the way we work for money, Michael. What's number five? Uh,
2: so number five, art is the only tool dealing with uh, art is the only tool dealing with AI because it uh, it knows how to. Okay, the, the art the art creation is the only way. And art can only deal with AI because AI, artificial intelligence, is basically patterns that humans did, uh, recognized patterns that humans did, copied and repeated and applied to our daily in and out uh, helpness, which could be very helpful when you have a voice, a, a voice AI or something. But I wouldn't put too much in it because remember, AI was um, when photography was introduced. All the artists have n- had no job anymore because yeah. photography could do a better job. And what did they do? They, they showed their limitlessness, their human limitlessness. They pivoted and did expressionism, you know, a minimalism, they did different kinds of expression, which At the time when photography came, I mean, it was basically in the art world. That's it. No more artists. And AI does the same thing. And I think we need to keep a close watch on what artists do, and what uh, what it is in the in the expression when everything is copied. And we have to realize that AI is a copy. And honestly, do we need a turbocharger? I'm not against AI. I'm just saying. It's a turbocharger of our behavior. So it will act like us. It will say, when this happens, this happens and, and included our wars, our sacrifice, our control, all that stuff is packed in AI because human programmed it. Yeah. It's always more limited. It's always more limited. So do we really need that in business? You know, and by the way, business has to come. It has to become human adapt. It has to become what are you contributing with your business to humanity and nature? I think in the future there will be no business that just can do a business like we do now. It has to say, what is our part for humanity and nature first? And then you know the money is the secondary. You know?
0: That's a great place to actually. Uh, finish off Lindsay's waving at me because his job on our podcast um in the system is actually to make sure that we stay timed but but I love the fact that you you know that that comment about that business you know needs to 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 look at money second and, and and nature and humans first so I love that Um, Michael, if our listeners want to explore these ideas with you about how human consciousness will change the way we work for money, um, how would they best get in
2: contact with you? Uh, I would say there's only one hub. That's michaelm.com, michael with two L's, m.com, michaelm.com. And just listen a couple of times to this podcast episode because that's will, 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 it just, there is nothing to do. There's nothing to achieve. We have no more time, system time to listen to all podcasts, to do, do this. We ha- we don't have that anymore. We need to become aware. And if something catches you, there's a reason why you catch this episode.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for your time, Michael. Um, it's, it's been a hoot uh, for our listeners Uh, It's michael, with two L's, michaelm.com. Take the opportunity to get in touch and explore more with Michael. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks, gents.